Welcome to episode 200 of a Cigar Hustler podcast. We made it to 200. 200. And we're still alive. Yes. And you had guests and we took them away. Uh, I pushed my guests back yes. a week. Episode 201. Because we have another guest. Yes, we have yes, another guest. Yes. I hope that wasn't on my behalf. No, no, no. You're, okay. you're fine. You're uh, topical. Okay. Yes. You're topical. <laughs> like, an like an ointment. Yes. Yeah, like an ointment. Exactly. We have a rash and we need uh, topical ointment. It's very topical. All right, Michael, introduce our guest, Michael. Oh, when the music goes away. Oh, you want to do your thing? There's oh. the music. Oh, drop that back in, man. <laughs> I didn't even print that out. You want to do the U2, the la 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 la? Yeah, but I introduce him first. I don't do the All right, well, we have Brian Descend of Pravada Cigar Club. Yes, I'm here. Yeah. I made it, there's finally. A, there's a lot of shit going on. Make and, sure you talk uh, right into the microphone, Jim. I made it, finally. <laughs> we have a lot of shit going on. Brian's got a lot of stuff going Brian. on as well. And I thought that it was a good idea to, to come on the show and uh, kind of... Say your whole piece, you know? Sure. I love cigars. Thank well, you. I, I appreciate Ooh. the opportunity. Ooh, I had some Tony the Tigers oh, earlier. Oh, it's Tony the Tiger. Not Tony. Not the Tony. Not the Tony the Tiger. I understand. Right. So, But I brought you the raw deal. This is fantastic. This is oh, not is how nice. it goes out, obviously. We can't right. do that. But cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's very yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, All right. You, know. uh, you too can be a part of our podcast family and invest in our show. Yes. Put your products in front of thousands of listeners and viewers every episode. Nice. We are heard on 13 different podcast providers weekly all around the world. To have your ad read right here in this spot with the Not the Tony the Tiger cigars, uh, <laughs> contact me at MikeAndMikeProductions.com. And always please remember to rate, comment, and subscribe on whichever of our many providers you use. Yes. Nice. Mm. Yeah, good, and to, good. And to any Provada members listening to this, please like, subscribe these guys. Check them out weekly. Yeah, man. Please do. All right. So you've been, you, you had a bit of a bomb go off in your, on your website. Yeah. Um, you had some, some bad experiences. You started selling Persian rugs, I believe, yeah. um, which We're is pretty, which is pretty fucking comical. Um, it was, so shit was a mess. You had, you, you released this video. Yeah. I, I believe that yeah. pretty much the whole fucking world has seen this video at this point. Oh, it's crazy. Um, you know, and it's, it's kind of, it's kind of fascinating. You, you've made comments, um, not okay. a, not accusing anybody, but no, but no. there were hypotheticals, you know, because it's important to never ever outright accuse somebody, especially on video or allegedly. And, or uh, that's why we throw we allegedly. We throw a lot right? of allegedly's out of the show. We are some allegedly motherfuckers. So, yeah. <clears throat> listen, I, I don't want anyone to think that the people that I mentioned in that right video, in the microphone. I, I, sorry, man. That's okay. Okay. Ooh, okay. Oh, much so I, I don't I don't want anyone to think that the people that I mentioned in that video, I'm saying did that or had right. anything to do with that. Right, because you didn't at all. No, right. it was it was, it was was more me venting like, dude, I'm, I'm fucking tired of this shit. Right. You know, I'm, I'm tired of the bullshit. I'm tired of getting, you know, cease and desist. I'm tired, which is, again, and I bring some of this on myself. Like, I was telling you off air, like, right. I live in reality here. Right. I get what I'm doing. It only gets worse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're having fun with cigars and this is my way of keeping it exciting right. and you know but we're as we grow as yeah. the audience and awareness grows mm -hmm. we have to be more and more careful mm -hmm. it's not the boys club you know in the basement anymore. yeah you can get away with doing small runs of you know 2000 sticks or whatever mm -hmm. just kind of mess around but as you continue to build that's when you know shit starts to get real right because at this point, I mean, what you've done is pretty, pretty remarkable. Thank Whether you. people fucking don't like you or they do, yeah, they, thanks. you know, it should be acknowledged, yeah. right? 
you, I mean, it's funny to me when you, when you made a comment on your video of like, we've been doing this for four years and I'm thinking, I mean, that's not really all that, like that ain't shit, you know, cause then I start thinking about myself. I'm like, fuck, I've been doing it in 12 years. But what's, what's remarkable is how fast you grew in that time span, you know? And like, I don't think anybody else in this industry has come fucking remotely close to that, you know? Wow. So that's a big statement from you. Yeah. Thank but, you. But it's honest, you know? So um, <clears throat> one of the first calls I got was from Pete Johnson. Okay. And and we definitely got into it a little bit. And it's very important for people to know how much I respect Pete. Pete was one of the reasons why I started the club in the first place. Okay. <clears throat> Tatuaje, the brand, was. Um you know, how that has played out doesn't matter. Right. It's just, it's important to know that. So Pete called me like, you know, big bro, like, what the fuck? Right. Am I, I'm allowed well, to curse here. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was, was like, doing. what the fuck? Well, why you dropped would you a say- fucking atom bomb on, on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, why the fuck would you say that? He was like, it's my right to protect my trademarks. Like, mm-hmm. this is a business that we're in. And, you know, you're acting like a young punk right now kind of thing. Right. And I was like, I get it, but... Right. There's this generational divide here with right. the, you know, trademarking holidays and, you know, what I can and can't do. It, it is what it is. But right. the, the bottom line is that shit needs to be respected. And I definitely had a little bit of a brat moment where I was like, fuck this. I'm I'm, I'm over this shit. Right. I'm also really bad with authority, which is something I need to grow up on. Right. You know, when you start texting me. Hey, like, hey, Mike, I saw that sign in your in your store window. Hey, um, you're gonna have to change. You're like, you right. get like three or four of those over the course of a year. Yeah. And you're like, dude, fuck you. I don't oh, yeah. want to fuck you. You know, yeah, dude. It's I, look. I think it's great that you've already kind of gotten to that point. You know, yeah. um, I think that it takes years to really have. <laughs> Like I, you've the pendulum has swung, right? So like you're all the way back over here, and like you're in full fucking beast mode. Uh, I think a lot of people wouldn't necessarily get to that beast mode until later on in the in their industry. Well, that right? was his thing. Was like four years, four years. I've been doing right. <laughs> you know, Padilla yeah. says the fucking, same. Fucking oh, four right. years. I've been doing this twenty years. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah. you know, it's like okay, I get but, it. I get it. Even, we're we're but, still young. But there's no dick measuring contest here. Sure. You know, I I think that what's even a little more remarkable is that you actually got to a point where you're already like. Hey, fuck that, man. No, that, that's not okay. This yeah. is my opinion, and I don't agree with it. Yeah. Because the majority of the people in this industry are very happy to throw a fucking rock and hide their hand. Right? right. Like, oh, sure. whoa, who did that? I, I see that. I, see I that. didn't see that. Yeah, and, it's, and it only gets worse. You know, um, as you continue to grow, you know, you're still going to have more. You're going to have more and more of those experiences. The difference is uh, how you're going to handle it moving forward. Right? Because I think that if you took anything from what you said, like you, you realize that it was definitely emotionally driven, right? For sure. And this game is definitely chess and ain't checkers. Sure. Right. So, um, so go ahead. I didn't mean, mean to. No, kind of yeah, you didn't cut me off. Right. I, 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 you know, the, I think the, the, the good point is, is I got my point across and I also had a conversation with three out of the three people that I named directly or offended directly. Right. And we're all on great terms. Yeah, that's great. Cause and they're all good guys. They are. They are. Charlie Minato and I had a conversation. Uh, Pete Johnson and I had a conversation. William Cooper and I exchanged emails. Like, I think we're all moving on and there's going to be no drama. That's good. That's, that's really good, man. You, you do get super paranoid though. Yeah. When, oh, right. you know, you get four cease and desists, which mm-hmm. are very questionable. 
almost all of them could be, this is the lawyer's conversation. Listen, Brian, we could take it to court, but why? Just change the ban. You want to pay me to do that? Like, forget about it. Just let's move on. You know, can you get sued for using this? Probably not. Right. But why? Why go there? So, right. so th- that's the kind of so when someone sends you a cease and desist, it doesn't necessarily mean that you broke the law or you really infringed on their trademark. They feel you do, and the the whole thing with trademark is confusion. It's right. one word, right? Is it confusing? And 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 there are certain things that I can look at both ways that we've done it. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. And I don't want to do that going forward. I'm not going right. to look to do that like this. Like, it, and and it's going to seem hypocritical because, bro, like. The cigar that you're smoking, that's at least nine months sitting in our coolers. Right. So it's a year-age project, three months at the factory, nine months here, and it just came out last month. So, like, I can't I, I can't afford to can the projects right. that are already rolled, banded, right. and sitting in coolers at my warehouse. Right. I'm going to have to put Sharpies on the front of them and right. put band and, and Which stuff Which I like loved. That. I mean, I called it the oh, Sharpie that, collection. Is that what happened with the last one? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, we You're like going to see plenty more we like of that the Sharpie for collection. a little while. Right. But I'd say like six to nine months from now, that, that won't be. So this Sharpie collection, this is yeah. all going to be stuff that you can collect and look back on I, and go, I, I remember that time. Sharpie series is badass. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just, I I, I like having fun with things and just kind of rolling with it. So sure. it, like if that's what you're fucking, if that's what happens, that's what happens, you know? Yeah. As so. long as it's organic. Right. And, and that's the one thing I do want to say. Cigars, this isn't boxing. This isn't music. This isn't, uh, this is something that should have some respect on it. I mean, I wish it was boxing. <laughs> you would. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you Forget would. It, I'm you? out. So, uh, so, fine with that. So, like, you know, but we, I don't want to be the Conor McGregor of cigars. That's not what I'm looking to do. I have so much, a tremendous amount of respect for all the people that came before us. And I want to shine a light on the, the blenders that have been making these products that we all love so much. So, right. so yeah, I mean, look. We took lemons and we made lemonade. Right. There was no way that I was going to spend the kind of money that we had to spend to get out of that situation and, and potentially start from zero because that's what I thought it was going to be up until Friday morning. Right. I was like, that's it. I'm pulling the plug on this. Like, forget it. This is five nights. So you guys sitting up until four o'clock in the morning doing this stuff like, and then you're costing $500 an hour. Right. Okay. No, we're just going to start from zero. The members that really love this thing, they're going to come stick around. back. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm you have okay that with that. Right. I'm okay with that. You know, I'm, I'd be okay with starting from ground zero because, and, and you made a point about how far we've come in the four years. It's not me. Like, okay, if I'm patting myself on the back, I've done a great job of serving my people. Right. And I've done a great job of facilitating a community. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is them. Sure. And timing. Yeah. I agree with both of those statements, for so, sure. So cigars were ready to transition into the next millennium. Right. It was being kind of held back for a while. There are small groups of people like you guys right. that were doing your things in, in a, in a, within, within a smaller niche community. Right. You know, like you have shirts on the wall that I'm like, I want to ask you about on air, but I'm afraid <laughs> to ask you about on air because I think what I, I think what that shirt means. I think I know what it means. Yeah. But I don't want to ask because I don't want to okay. offend anyone. All right. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, you ask ask when we Does get. Does it have off. to do cool. with someone that's no longer there? Uh, I don't know which one you're talking Crossed about. The one with the line, the one with the line on it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So we get a sample. We could totally talk about that. Okay. So I mean, you know, he was always he was always around. Like he was a, and I did it as a joke. Right. I'm like, oh, so I made the joke of for the Roma shirts. I'm like, oh, I guess that so much for the Vasquez shirts. Right. So fucking Skip calls me and he What's sends his first name Danny. Yeah. So he fucking sends them all to me. I, you know, I pay him 
of fucking, I can't turn it, turn the de- the deal down, yeah. right? Because if anything, I could just wash my car with them. Who gives a <laughs> right, fuck? Right. right, so then I got them all, and then I took a fucking white strip to all of them. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, you did that yourself? We did it. Oh, yeah, yeah we did yeah, it here. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, they just had them. So you yeah. can totally have one, right. man. No, 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 I'll buy it for sure. So, like, but... um. Look, you know, I we do a lot of things in fucking in in poor taste, but just in good humor. You know, we we have a good time with it, um, and and no one has really come. Here's my point though, right? Go ahead. You have to be such a Roma head to, to know. know that. Oh yeah, and that's cool. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about this thing is that there's so many of these, and 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 there will be, there will continue to be so many of these. You know, all about that one factory, that right. one thing, that that one blender, you know, whatever it is. And so it's really awesome. Um, the only thing I can I can say is, and I don't think there's any way that I was gonna do this and it wasn't gonna and I wasn't gonna have, you know, five percent of people be like, fuck provo- what is this kid thinking? You know, that right. kind of shit. But like I wish that they would like try to do what I do and critically think and like really look at it from a global standpoint. I'm here to add to. I right. wanna add value. Every single blender I work with, I add value. Who Stoey Rowe would just call me? He was like, my wife said I never looked better. And I was like, dude, this is what I'm trying to do. Like, we did a video with him. It, like, it looks like a movie star. Mm-hmm. It looks like fucking Ray Liotta was mm-hmm. on our set. Like, this is what I want to do. I want to add value to sure. everyone. And when you reached out to me over this, first of all, you joined up with LCA without even a question. And that was before it was anything. Right. And, and I'm just like, dude, I got to be more involved with these guys. Like, you have your own thing. And, and, and I think that's really cool. The shop is cool. And the fact that you're so entrenched in the the Roma brand, like yeah. that's cool. They're my dudes, they're family, you know. So Danny's no longer there. He lives in Tampa. Yeah, he kind of fell off, man. He, he he made me feel like Roma did not want to fuck with us at all. And maybe that's no, true, but I mean, I've never spoke to Skit. I don't think that it's uh, they don't want to fuck with you. I think that what they produce, they're so far past capacity. Got that it, it's not it. even, you know, it's hard for them to entertain anything like that. And that's you know? somewhere where I learned through this process that I need, can you use it later? Mm-hmm. I need to grow the fuck up a little bit too. Just because Half Wheel isn't the website I want it to be right. doesn't mean I need to fucking, sure. you know, feel a certain way. Just because Roma doesn't make an exclusive for us doesn't mean right. I need it's to not feel like, it. well, it's fuck not you personal. Guys. Right. right. It's yeah. not personal. Bro. And that that was that was the conversation I had with Pete. He's like, dude, I'm on an 18 year path. I have a I have a, a specific lane. I'm in no rush. Everything right. is great. I'm back ordered. Life is good. Like, sorry, you don't fit into my business model, but it doesn't mean I don't love you. Right. And you know, I think that that's kind of going on a lot right now in, in the industry. But like, what's? Let me take a step back. What is kind of remarkable about what you do is that, you know, and you did kind of ping this on your video was, you know, what you always try and promote. And, and get more new cigar smokers. Yes. Right. And that's something that a lot of retailers don't do. I mean, I don't think fucking, you know, we could probably count them on my hand on one finger. You know, I mean, there's, there isn't a lot. There's not a lot of manufacturers or brand owners that look, you can ask them, what are you doing to get, create new smokers? And there'll be no fucking answer. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to do, I, for shits and giggles, I was doing like a cigar mentor thing trying to promote it and, and have people um, just introduce cigars, but not burying somebody, you know, to somebody else. Do you else. feel bad if like a 21, like I saw a couple of comments on that video that I was like, Ooh, I didn't know. Mm. Like I'm 21 years old. I never smoked a cigar before I saw your videos. And now I'm all in. I got every manager at my company signed up for your club. Like, right. And I'm like, I mean, that's cool. That's and awesome. all, but am I like, you know, I mean, I, 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 I've done enough research to say that I don't feel like it's terribly unhealthy. You know, oh. I think that there's a lot of, 
unhealthy people that smoke cigars. You, do you think that the CEO of McDonald's is like, man, we really, <laughs> well, we really got to scale back a, the calories? Gotta healthy up these French fries. I, I, I want to be a, a conscious all person, organic you know, cigars. So, so it is what it is. I try to influence well, people, you know, to smoke in a healthy situation. Oh well, I mean, there's know. been some studies that show that you know there isn't really a big effect of One it. One to two, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, there, cigars have always been demonized, right? Yeah. But I don't think that you're doing anything wrong by it. So first, you're not forcing anybody to fucking smoke a cigar. That that video, the video was important, Mm -hmm. and it was pivotal, and I think it changed everything for me. Right. I know that. I'm sorry. Man. I, <laughs> I, don't want, I can watch it. I don't want to lose I, what you're saying. You know saying. what? We use right. like these boom mics when we record. Yeah, right. I have to, so this right. is directional. This is different. Yeah, from, yeah like okay. I got to get used approach. to the <laughs> Hello. Uh, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, there you go. Right. Hey, so um, it changed everything. It changed right. this industry. It changed me. It changed our membership. It changed the way that we look at things. And up until now, it's been like, we, we are Pravada, hashtag we are the future, hashtag we are family. And like, it's not hashtag we are the future. We're kind of the now. Right. And I don't want to say that in a cocky way. No. I want to be really careful about that because I am a humble person to a large degree. Right. I make a lot of we jokes. Didn't look like that on the video at all. <laughs> well, not fucking one second. Okay. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. So right. I, I want, I want to- clarification, right? At least that's the way that I want to be seen. Whether it's completely true or not, I think we're all, you know, some of us are either cocky or unconfident to well, you some gotta, degree. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely uh, something to be said about having a little bit of swag and, and some confidence when yeah. you talk and like I'm, this is what well, this is how I feel this is what I am yeah. you know oh you don't agree okay well fuck you too right like, so but, but like it's remarkable that you got to that point in such a short period of time because for I, I don't mean to cut you yeah, off no. but like I've got fucking punched in the face plenty of times in this industry and when I felt like I wasn't qualified at first I was like man I guess I'm not quali- qualified but then after a while I'm like wait a second who the fuck are you right. no 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 you don't no you don't count you sit right. the fuck down and that makes you even more dangerous than so before. I'll tell you where that came from. And I don't want people in the industry to think that, um, I don't want brand owners to think that this is a bad statement, but it took me four years. I've been in search of the best cigars that I can possibly find. Right. Okay. Uh, you know, and, and to say, and, and like I hear consumer talk, like chatter, like, Oh, I tried this and it wasn't that good. Well, Listen, I don't make cigars. Right. I find the best cigar makers I can, and I try to shine light on them. Right. So you didn't like that cigar from that factory, but keep going. There's more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't judge me on one release or one this. And I'd like to think that <laughs> I, I, we don't put out any bad cigars. Mm-hmm. You just might not like one or two. Right. You know, like this is an amazing cigar. I didn't love it when it first came in. Other people told me it was so great. Lou Liga, Did you the asshole that great? he is. Did you just say they're great or just so great? <laughs> right. So, so, my God. So, that. so, so, That's good. I, so I, I got to work that into my routine here. <laughs> so, um, you know. Right. Well, okay, what here's what I'm saying. Liga, right. The, where the confidence came from. No, he smoked a bundle of them while I was at my house on a weekend. I was like, are they that good? He was oh, like, yes. Yeah, he's a weasel. So, <laughs> so he's, he's something. Uh, step up. Step up his weasel game. <laughs> yeah, I'll hold, let me hold that for you. So, so um, long story short. I realized that being a brand and being a cigar maker are two different things. Yep. And most of the voices in this industry are from brand owners. Correct. I've made cigars for brand owners in the last year. Right. So what does that tell you? 
You understand what it's I'm a, saying? It's, it's like, yeah, it's like, wait, I'm making your cigars now, or right. at least in being majorly involved. Not just like I'm commissioning you to make a cigar. It's right. like, no, no, we're already at that factory, so let's just, we'll get them made. We right. don't want to wait for your money problems and all this shit, right. you know, to fucking come to fruition. I got to wait nine months and, you know. Right. So, so, so that's where we're at now with a lot of this stuff. It's like, yo, you like that blend? Okay, but you want to put this wrapper on it? Right. And we made it over here? Okay, we'll, we'll do that for you. Right. And then just get me the bands. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a big learning curve. And, you know, as time progresses, you get better at it. Mm-hmm. So. But if you're not making the cigars, what are you going to tell me about cigars? Right. You studied. Well, everybody great. likes everybody chimes in from the rafters, man. You know, it's just, yeah. that's the, the fucking society we live in. But right? that's where my confidence came from, was sitting with the cigar manufacturers and watching them laugh at us. Right. And I'm like, really? Fired you up. Yeah. Fucking A, man. That it works. just made me realize that, okay, like we're all kind of on the same level. Now, maybe you're a Dion and, and you blend your own stuff. Okay. That's, right. you know, I'm not going to challenge a couple his, of them out uh, there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But for the most part, it's yeah. like, dude, like, come on. Mm-hmm. We're all, we're all in this thing together. The difference between the only thing that I could say when I analyze myself is the difference between me and a lot of the people that I've, um, that I've seen that could have done this there's a, a, a major difference in generational mindset, not necessarily age, but I was always super young on the thinking tip. Like as right. far as like music film, I was, I was trying to be a, a famous musician till like 10 years ago. Right. So like I, I have a whole different mindset the, the the websites that I read online on a daily basis are totally different from anyone else in the, in the industry. Right. right. So, so I'm bringing a, a more of a street culture thing into this, but um, uh, the other thing was, Damn it, I, f- I forgot. It's okay. The other thing that that is different, oh, money. Right. I didn't need the money. Dude, right. I didn't think this thing was going to make money. Right. I started this to get rid of my, my collection. We were moving from Pennsylvania to Los Angeles. I was going to ask how you got yeah. into this. So, so this here, here's what happened. I was living in Florida. Mm-hmm. I, I moved, okay, so I got out of music, which is impossible to do. Most musicians never stop doing music, right? right. And so I got out of music, got off drugs, by the way, because that's a part of the music industry right. for the most it part. with it. Yeah, and, um, and it was a miserable time. I moved down to Miami. Um, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I had visited Miami often and had a fucking amazing time every time I'd go. Right. And when I got there to live, I was like, I felt like a, I'm alone on vacation. Right. B, I have no money. C, I'm withdrawing from opioids and nothing's that much fun. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 I, and I'm like alone and, and I just didn't feel great. And, uh, I don't speak Spanish. Mm. You know, you really should speak Spanish if Especially you're going to move to Miami. Yeah. 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 I recommend that. So I got into a terrible, uh, relationship for like a year or so. I was a chauffeur. Uh, I thought, nice. yeah, I thought I was going to dude. I thought I was, first of all, I thought I was going to make a killing as a chauffeur. Second of all, right. I thought like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to like pick someone up and they're going to see like how serious I take it. Right. And they're going to be like, Hey, I've got this fortune 500 company. <laughs> right. You should come run. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to hire the chauffeur to run their car. Right. So this is like a delusion that I had. I was going to meet someone. Nice 80s and, movie. Yes. Right. right. That's right. Like a right. cocktail or something. Yeah, Michael right. J. Fox. Great. Right. Right. We got to make the cocktail cigar right. next. So um, <laughs> someone's trademarked that already. So, okay. So I have this con artist uncle. He's a legit con artist. I haven't seen this guy since I was I was probably 10 years old. He came to my house with $20,000 in 20s, and I counted it out, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And right. Every time I asked my dad, like, what does this guy do? He's supposed to be my uncle, Uncle Ace. <laughs> 
Right. And he always talked about the jungle. <laughs> okay. And I was like, dad, what's the, like everything about this guy. <laughs> like, was, yes. Yeah. Oh my God. The jungle it's jail. You don't want to go to the jungle. Right. All right. And then, and then like the money and, and I'd be like, dad, what's this guy? He was a fucking con artist. I don't know if he could get his mind right. I, I, my father's been best friends with him since they were like 10. Right. He was like, if he could get his mind right, he could be like the best CEO of any company in the world, but he's right. a fucking con artist. So I'm going through this terrible breakup. I've got nowhere to stay. And, um, my father's like, Ace lives in Tampa. You should call him. Go see him. So I go up there, and um, man, I fell in love with Tampa. Right. I fell in love with it. For a single young person in their 30s with a work-from-home job, and I was making decent money by then, um, you know, it was really cool. Tampa's a lot of fun. Yeah. And so I, um, I uh, hung out, and I just, you know, really partied for a long time for like a year and a half right and then um just try, oh I, but that's where i got into cigars right yeah so i'm at this place called tampa humidor mm -hmm. okay and there's this dude I've heard of it I've brian heard of it. About <laughs> there's this dude named brian there and okay. he used to be like an, a rep for oliva he's kind of a big you know right. big boy uh and and one day i'm just smoking cigars like just to like hang out i don't right. know what i'm doing or what i'm socialized yeah. fucking get out of the house so one day he brings out this like, not do drugs right exactly <laughs> he brings out this um this box of las calaveras okay and i was like what's that and he was like oh it was like these are going to be gone by like the end of the day right and then he, then like a couple weeks later he shows me um a jar of um of black label tatuaje okay and and i oh by the way i was a sneakerhead this whole time Okay. But I was like, all right, I'm like 35 now. And like, this is getting so, old with the sneakers. So, right, so we've yeah. had a lot of hobbies. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm like, <laughs> this is getting, uh, what am I going to do with all these fucking shoes? Yeah. So I got rid of most of my sneakers and I was like, okay, I'm going to get into cigars now. Right. And you couldn't tell me, I believed from the moment that I caught the bug for collecting cigars, you couldn't tell me that cigars weren't going to at least triple in price. Like right. I was like, Oh no, no, no. Like I'm, this is like NFT before anyone right. knows about it. Like that's, right. that's really how I felt. Okay. And so I started collecting with enthusiasm, went up to Pennsylvania, uh, got with a wholesaler, started collecting even more. We were building this house with my father. He's a builder up there. And uh, the house was 6,000 square feet. I had a 400 square foot room stocked, filled up to the ceiling with, with about this, you know, regular ceiling height with cigars. So you paid retail for it. Some of them. Right. I got with this wholesaler and he would hook okay. me up. Okay, that's cool. And so, it, yeah, I mean, now that I'm a retailer, I'm like, ah, that's kind of, you know, whatever. It is what it is. So, right. um, it's, it's, right. it's how you got here. Sure. You know what I mean? So, um, had all these cigars. My wife got pregnant and we were like, all right, we should move to LA because our family's like really tight knit. Okay. They would, they would help. I mean, I was in Pennsylvania for like, a year and I saw my dad like three times. He lived five, five minutes. I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit, <laughs> right, but like, I, we really, right. I, I don't have a tight fam. Right. What are you doing Sunday, dad? Right. Yeah. Nothing, right. <laughs> nothing with you. <laughs> so, unless you want to smoke a joint. That's all my dad if does. You want to drive by and wave. <laughs> he smokes fine. pot all day and okay. like does construction jobs. So I'm super like, focused. Yeah. Super, he's oh, very yeah, dialed yeah. in. He has Energy. no idea where I came from. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 um, so, we end up moving from a 6,000 square foot home into a 750 square foot apartment. Okay. And, uh, that's a big downsize. Yeah. And so I had no idea what I was going to do with these cigars. So I started getting, bro, I wasn't connected to the community then like on the message boards or anything like that. So I right. started trying to sell these cigars and they were, to me, they were extremely special and no one wanted to give me reasonable price for them. Right. So I was like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start one of these subscription businesses that everyone's talking about. This right. is like 14, 15, 2015, 16, 16. I'm going to start one of these subscription businesses. So what happens right. was I start this business 
And then I realized that you can't advertise tobacco anywhere. Nope. So nope. I was like, oh, I feel this like sucks. such a douche. Right. I paid like fifteen hundred dollars to have this guy like build the beginning website right. and everything. I did a video, another thousand but and and here I can't even, you know, so so somehow, um, I boxed a lot of this stuff up. I wrote about the cigars. It's been a long time, about a year, like putting this whole thing together. Right. And um, and then I couldn't sell them. And so we moved and I kept a lot of the cigars at my father's house. And then I had them shipped down to Florida to this guy that was distributing for me. And um, man, nothing happened, dude. Like the first right. three months, I was like, this is a, a wash. This is tough. I man. also started an underwear business at the same time. Oh, yeah. Oh. Men's underwear, bamboo, all bamboo with okay. a pocket for your junk up front. That's and a, I was like, that's going to take off the cigar. I'm just getting rid of my cigar. I actually like, hear more people talking about the underwear yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, the underwear yeah, now like, is a big like, thing. This has a little cup for your balls. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I love it. It keeps you dry. And, you know, and so so I still have them. Uh, one day I'm going to put them on the site. I've got thousands of pairs of underwear and the packaging and everything. And I'm just like, I don't know if I want to do that. That would really give the haters something to talk about. Right? <laughs> Buy one, get one so, thing. So, get underwear, uh, underwear free. Hey, this yeah. month you get underwear, guys. Congratulations. I got them over. So that's so funny because when I, that's when I met Pete Johnson. I was calling his office so much that he was like, stop calling. Like they were just like, all right, Please. enough, enough. We don't do clubs. We have our own club. Leave us alone. Right. So a week, literally like that was like Monday, Friday. I'm at this, um, LA has a lot of like private stuff. Once you get in the scene there. Right. So I, I met this dude, life of Lux on Instagram. Mm -hmm. He actually hit me up. He was like, yo, come through to this thing. You're, I see you're in LA. Come through to this thing we're having. So we're in the back of this restaurant and, um, and I'm telling him this story. I'm like, damn, I, I can't get Tatsuai to like sell me anything. And he was like, ask my boy, hold on a sec. And like within two hours, Pete Johnson walks through the door. No shit. And he sits down and I'm like, like part of me is like, all right, tell him who you are. And the other part of me is like, nah, I'm not going to tell him who I am. Let's just have a great conversation about cigars. And honestly, probably the best conversation I've ever had about cigars. If you, when you smoke a cigar with Pete and listen to all his stories, it's just like, wow, right. this guy, he loves it too. Okay, we're going to stop right here for a quick commercial. We will be right back. Tell right. me tell me about the Zyfy. All right, Michael. This week, the uh, show is brought to you by Zyfy Cigar Cutter. Stainless nice. steel V-cut cigar cutter. Built-in cigar punch. Yes. Comes in black and gold. You can find it on uh, Amazon. It is an exquisite design in line with human body mechanics. It has a security lock. Stainless steel blade. Sharp and durable. Small and compact, so it's easy to carry. Equipped with a flannel bag. Uh, let's see. It also comes with an excellent gift box. It's made out of zinc alloy materials with a sta and stainless steel. It's a nice clean cut, man. You can find us on Amazon for suggested retail of about $150. It's a pretty cutter, for sure. I oh, like it. Can oh, I keep this one? No, that one's mine. Hold it like this? Yes. No. Like this. There'll be a wow. <clears throat> Again, Zyfy Cigar Cutter. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Love it. There'll be a link for the cutter in the description of the show. Now, welcome back to episode 200 with Brian Desen. So I didn't need the money is, right. the, is the whole point out of this, right? Like, right. like my house was paid for before this. I have an right. auto transport business. It's pretty much runs itself. I have three employees there that run it. They do a great job. I'm, I'm able to make passive income off of that. And um, so I, I didn't get into this thinking that this would be money. Right. When people tell me that they're going to start a cigar business, I try to talk them out of it. Okay. 
Because, I mean, you see what it takes to make something successful. Look how ingrained you are in the community. You can't talk yeah. about this part of Florida without talking about Cigar Hustler. It's 14 years. I don't know how many of those were a major struggle, but I'm right. sure some were. It's still a struggle. You know, <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not like the most- Dealing with these employees. You, 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 you got you to gotta really love this thing is, right. is what I'm saying, you know? So, cool. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't need the money and I had the newer technology and the newer way of thinking. Right. That, that, that's what sped it up. And then the members, the members have done it all. I, I put the battery in their back and they put the battery in mine, but like, right. I can't do it without them. If they left me, I'd just be some douche with cigars right. in my, you know, studio. With a lot of cigars. Right. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> way too many. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, you've done a good job, you know, joining uh, other retailers as well with with your the whole Provada Club. Thing, that was cool. You know, uh, and you, you, you kind of get to understand some retailers who are really cool about it. And then I was shocked you signed up. <clears throat> really? Why? I was. You have a very tough exterior. Like even the first time we went in here, I was like, this guy hates us. <laughs> and then like within by the time we're leaving, you're like giving us stuff or having drinks. I'm yeah, like, wow, uh, he's a really nice guy. But yeah. just, you know, the, you're, you're a little intimidated. I, I guess I have that. Yeah. I'm just being honest. Yeah. I told you, you come off angry. It's I'm like, just being honest. You come no, off, cool. you're, you're tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I guess, you know what? That kind of boils back down to like having that hardened shell, right? You know, and you see me coming into this industry. That was two years ago. You see right. me coming into this industry. Like, you know, I don't, you know, like you, you shouldn't just immediately be like, oh, I'm all open to it. Like you got to right. feel people out too. Yeah. But you know, you're right. So you kind of, right. You got to do some research, but I mean, I'm always a big proponent of helping, helping people. Right. I mean, there's probably one person in the cigar industry that I would never fucking help ever. Other than that, I would. Who is it? We all, we all know who it is. So, you know, you're the only person that reached out to me and said, what can I do to help? That's, that's why I was like, all right, I got to get with this guy. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, that's just, I'm, I'm built that way. Right. Like I want to see everybody win. Sure. You know, um, I think that, that that's a big deal. Like if you think about how many people, how many people live in the United States that, that could smoke cigars and how many people are actually smoking cigars, we're doing the fucking industry a disservice, right? There isn't enough encouragement and kind of building for this industry. So of course, when you're doing something that I, uh, that's totally different that, you know, and you deserve the fucking accolades of how, how quickly you develop, Thank you. you know, why wouldn't I fucking help? I, I truly appreciate that. Yeah. I, I wish everyone felt that way. Um, and, and we're here to help people too. Right. I mean, that, that that's what the whole business was, was built on. Right. Me helping the consumer by finding them the best products they could get and making it an experience. Right. You can't just get a cigar from the club. Like there's reading to do. You <laughs> right. know, not, you it's not for everyone right. because of that. Like, right. but the people that like want that experience, they can't get that anywhere else. No. And, and, and they're thrilled to have it. Right. And so I get a lot of support for what I do from the members. They encourage me when I'm exhausted. I open up my email and I have five thank yous. It's like, that's cool. You're thanking me. Like, right. wow. So when I said you're the only person in the industry that offered to help, I had hundreds of the uh, members right. emails, but hey, what's up? in the yeah. industry, you know, you're the only person that reached out like, dude, what can I do? Right. Like other people were like, what's going on? Right. But no one was like, Hey, what can I do? I was like, what the fuck? Most of them were like, Hey, did, yeah. is that, did, did you send the check yet? Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, guy, can you give me a week? Hey, just wanted to, this? just wanted to check in on yeah. you. Uh, did you get my invoice? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. You know, so. I don't like that boils back down to how this, a lot of people would do terms and fucking kind of space out shit. And then you saw a lot of these retailers not doing anything right. And then they couldn't pay that back. So, I mean, it still exists to this day. Yeah. But like, that's all fucking bass backwards in this industry. Yeah. Right. And I think that it's completely bass backwards to not 
for retailers not to help other retailers. You oh, know? that's the next generation. Right. And that's you were you were so there's a few people that were here ahead of their time and you're one of them. You are. And that's gonna pay off soon. So and, and if nice. anyone's listening, uh, you know, that that is also a little bit ahead of their time with the collaborating and wanting to work more with people in the industry, that's gonna come. We're gonna harness that hundred percent. Right. I am pushing that. I am going to leave this industry a better place. There's no doubt about it. If, there, if a few of you want to call me, I mean, I have one guy tell me that he, uh, I was doing a cigar for, uh, for this uh, comedian. Uh-huh. We're doing it with uh, Christoph. Great right. cigar, by the way. And um, Rocky Dale Davis. And Rocky almost pulled out of the deal because he couldn't understand. He got a phone call from a guy he knows that owns a shop and said, this kid is the devil. Wow. The, that's what he said. Yeah. And so he called all these people in. He was like, is he really that? And they're like, no, he's great. So like there, there are these few right. people that have this weird, dude, you call have, me whatever you want. Right. I'm here to better this thing. We're going to better this thing. We just ushered in the next generation of cigar smokers. We are the industry, our industry anyway. And that's another thing. I don't need, I've been looking this whole first four years for acceptance. I've been looking for, uh, 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 partnership and we've gotten a lot of it, but I need to stop with that shit. Right. We have our own thing. Right. We're going directly to the blenders now. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always going to support the brands and I'm right. going to support your brand. For okay. Sure. And we should talk about that. And, um, you know, it's the, 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 the point that I'm trying to make is we're building something. This is the new thing. Right. You know, so like it or love it. I also look at it the other way. If I'm a dude, you know, 50 years old and I've been smoking cigars and I love my cigars. Right. I love my local lounge. I don't want change. Right. I get, He's not I get change. it. Right. I get it. Why you won't want me to come out of the blue with this crazy new way of doing things and right. you know, all that stuff. I get, I get that too. But eventually it'll be like Facebook. You'll be the one that's all over it. And your kids are going to be like, you're fucking lame. Right. Right. <laughs> not on yeah, Enjoy your Romeo and Julieta. Right, right. Exactly. Oh, grandpa's still smoking that. Pravada, please. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, all look, all that makes sense, dude. You know, I just, when I heard the video, I, I was, I'm glad that you came out and you talked to some of those guys. Cause honestly, you know, I know that you didn't accuse any of them, but you know, you did bring up their names and all of those dudes, they are, they're solid dudes. Yeah. They really are. And I think that even with the bigger retailers, you know, you can still develop a good relationship with those guys. It just, mm-hmm. it might take a little more time, you know, for sure. For you know? sure. Um, but what I have come to see in, in this fucking, I don't know, 12, 13 years of being in this industry is I've seen a lot of retailers that were bigger that have, have really kind of, um, big, been more accepting right to other retailers, which is astonishing for me because I know I've heard fucking horror stories about all of them. Yeah. And some of them I've, I've experienced yeah, with, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and, and I, and I don't believe that that guy's ever going to fucking change. Right. So, but people that are bigger than him have always been courteous to me. Sure. You know? So I think I know who you're talking about now. <laughs> I, I, I do want everyone, I do want everyone to understand something. The reason why, uh, I was mentioning people and kind of taking the gloves off was because I had two different sets of IT professionals look at this thing and tell me this was targeted. This was not, this is not, you didn't just download a plugin and get some malware. This was someone that was looking to stop your business in particular. (laughs) Right. So that was disheartening. But it still could be fucking anyone. It it could be anyone. Yes. We don't know who it is. And I'm not going to be paranoid about who it is. Like in the moment, that was just how I felt, you know? It's in the past. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But now the site's back up, right? 
sites back up on okay. its own yeah thing i don't want to like describe to whoever right. did this like right. what you know what this uh, new this is how you get back right. in and the login and password <laughs> yeah to, to shut all right but we yeah. took a lot of measures and it's finally it's right. finally there so like you so this situation occurred but you kept pushing through it you made some adjustments mm-hmm. and you're probably going to come out a hundred times better because of it right we were doing things that we shouldn't have been doing as a company that got to where we got right i mean we have six thousand people in farm world Right. None of the other clubs even have 6,000 people. Most of them no. are at around 1,000, maybe 500, something like that. Right. Okay. We have almost 10,000 subscriptions in Provada Cigar Club. Right. Brian's Box has, oh, we're getting closer to 2,000. You know, LCA, we have, oh, we're going to approach 500 shops any minute now. That's pretty impressive. Okay. Like, we shouldn't have been on a shared server. Right. So there were a lot of things that we were doing that, Hey, we, it just grew so fast that we didn't get ahead of it. Same thing with our accounting. How many guy walked in there from the, from the department of whatever. And right. he's like, how many cigars you have in here? And I'm like, yeah, I should probably know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd say a fair amount. <laughs> firm. It's a firm number. I'd say like, you know, like, yeah. and he was like, you'd say. Right. Okay. Well, it's speculative. I'm like, nah, a lot. Yeah. We're going to turn you down for this. <laughs> <laughs> Call us when yeah. you know what you right. got. <laughs> that, yeah. When you have that number. Right. For sure. Well, I'm glad that you got some clarification, you know, that you got the opportunity to really kind of speak to those guys. And, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that, you know, you, you kind of, you, you took this and you made some adjustments to make what you're building better. Yeah. And, uh, I think that you, you learned a valuable lesson because when you did it, I was, I was worried about you. I'm like, shit, like it felt like me, you know, wow. when, when I was kind of getting, get going, you know, I'm wow. like, well, fuck you. Like you'd yeah. lose it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the platform now isn't the same as it was 12, 13 years ago. Oh, Instagram right. was kind of new. Sure. You know, and that's how we started building this whole business. That, but, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Good. No, but, but that's, that's where it changed my thinking. Right. Is we are our own thing. Right. We are the next generation of this industry. I'm not going to use that as an ego booster. I never have used this company as an ego booster. Right. I was supposed to be, in my mind, until about 33 years old, some famous musician that right. ruled the world, not the cigar industry. Right. Okay, so for me, this is awesome. You know what's great about it? It's like walking to a cigar shop and I might get recognized. And that's nice. feels good. It, it is cool. It does. It feels good, yeah. right? But anywhere else, no one knows who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. And that's even better. And, yeah, that's true. And I've seen that happen where people have, have pivoted out of the industry to promote other goods. And mm-hmm. and there's no there's no more lines. There's no more, you know, it's like they just, oh, hey, okay, what do you got? Oh, nice to meet you. It's like, so when you develop that far and you step out, it's good that you like it, right? Yeah. Um, I, you know, but it's kind of curious to see if you do decide to make something else out of this, this whole realm, like, you know, let's say you go back to underwear or whatever, you know? No, 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 no. I know, but just as, as no, no, we're going to do something else in right. the industry. Okay. I'm very excited about, All right, and you'll cool. benefit from too. Okay. That's so, cool. Yeah. No, it's, you know, it's going to be awesome. I, I would, for me, if anybody brings up your name, I always, you know, I, I don't ever say anything negative about what yeah. you're doing. Um, and I want some of the, the people that have a bad opinion about you to just fucking hear what you have to say. You know, they don't have to, it's okay to not agree with somebody, you know? What do you think of this cigar? Honestly. It's, it's really good. Okay. It's really this good. This is Hochi Blanco. So, okay. How many cigars has this guy made that we don't even realize? You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So now no people are talking in the last year, they're talking about Hochi Blanco because of right. this and the Uncle Polly that we had. And it's like, and, and also that, right? So, so, so we're, we're shining a light on the people that, Never got light shown on them before. Right. Uncle Polly's Deli. You're good? No, you're good. Uncle Polly's Deli. 
Right. I did that with um, John Buscemi. Okay. He's a famous sneaker maker out of LA. He's right. also Steve Buscemi's like cousin. Okay. Right. And him and his, his, so he, he's out in LA and he can't get like good, like deli food. Right. Right. Big boy likes to eat. So right. he like calls his cousin Paul from Queens and like brings him out there. He's got tons of money, sold his company for who knows what. Right. And he starts this place called Uncle Paulie's Deli. Right. And so we're bringing, we did a cigar for them with their phone number on it and everything. And it's like, we're bringing the next, you know, culture right. into cigars. Right. We're going to lose this if we don't do that. Right. You have to integrate other things. Have to. Right. I have to make cool people think cigars are cool again. Right. And the only way to do that is by collaborating with these people. And in the end, you know, when this stuff gets to someone's desk and they're going to sign off of it and they think, oh, you know, I was just in that box at that football game right. with those guys. And they really love cigars. They weren't unhealthy. Right. They were, you know, good people. Maybe I'm not going to sign this thing. Right. That's I don't know if that's a dream or, or a fantasy, but I think it's reality. No, I think that it has to get to that point. Yeah. And so I don't want to over commercialize cigars with celebrity. Right. I think that was the, the, the that was, you know, where Marvin Schenken and Cigar Aficionado really took cigars. He took it to a level that it shouldn't have been taken to in the sense of you can't keep up with that demand. Right. Okay. But it was awesome for cigars. Look. I read, and this is a book that I recommend everyone reads because we think we know this industry, but we only know like 10 years of it or 20 years of right. it, right? When you read Stanford Newman's 100 Years in, in the Cigar Business, mm -hmm. you get this global approach to cigars right? where you're like, well, first of all, when he started or when he was taking over his father's business in the 50s, uh, I think like one in three men smoked cigars daily. Right. So it's like, it was, it was a, a total was a different thing. business. Right. Yeah. And then just through Cuba and this and growing in Florida and all these things that we think we're doing for the first time has been done before. And right. then, like, it's just, it's just truly amazing to, to look at the business from that with that much history. Right. And so he said that the best time of his life was when Cigar Aficionado started and threw the boom. That right. that was the only time that he really made serious money. And when I was sitting with Eric and uh, and Bobby, his kids, I said to them, hey, we're going through like a good time in the industry. You know, uh, was there ever something that you went, you know, like, was there a lot of struggle in this business? And right. he was like, Brian, he was like, this, it's always been a struggle. It's always a struggle. The Everybody's pandemic, we've been through, down your that company's neck. been through two pandemics. Right. They've been through uh, the Great Depression. They've been through four or five wars. I mean, there's just always times where it wasn't good. And right. so for Stanford, that was like his his way to exit the business, like on a, on a big hurrah. Right. And that's really cool. We don't want that again. The market has spoken. They don't want celebrity. Nas has his own cigar brand. Right. You know, they've been calling me to work with me. Like, and, and I'm just like, I don't know that it, you know, aside from a few guys that are huge Nas fans, which I am. Right. Nas is, I don't know that he's into cigars like this. Like, right. we don't want that. Well, it's a yeah. cool, this is a cool thing we have. going. So we have the ability to create this sort of mini boom. Right. But make it all about the craft, right. the actual tobacco, the people making it, the flavors that we get from it, the enjoyment, make it a, more of a culinary experience. These are all the things that I want to bring to the table. Right. And we're going to do it in the next 10 years because that's what this generation wants. Right. They don't want a cheap stick they can throw in their mouth, you know, at a party and just hang out. Right. We have those, you know. Yeah, of course. We, of, well, normally you take your good cigar smoke and you say, here, so pick out yours and then here's the shit that you're going to sell to somebody else. Mm -hmm. It's at a decent price. It tastes okay. Mm-hmm. 
And you're not going to be upset if they fucking take a few draws of it and then leave it in the ashtray, right? Yeah. So there's a place for that too. For sure. You know? For sure. But yeah, I mean, so Nick Jonas was on Aficionados magazine. Huge. It was their biggest cover. I think that that's kind of a big deal. I mean, the guy gained Gigantic. nothing. Nothing. Oh, he got a lot of shit for it. Right. Always. You know, I remember, uh, fuck, AC Slater. I don't Mario. Um, mm. He smokes and he, and he supports tobacco. And when he tweeted about it, he got fucking hammered. Yeah. You know, so like, I mean, that's got to change too. But the only way that that changes is, is you, like you said, you have more consumers over time. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Mm. We got to address this FDA shit. Okay. So w one of the things. No, I'm saying we have to address it, mm -hmm. not just in this conversation, but as an industry. So the, the, the tobacco is at the National Science Academy or whatever. The FDA has basically said, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Right. We're going to give it to the scientists. Let them deal with it. So right. I've tested tobacco. Right. Okay. And I I've, I've haven't really talked a lot about this because I don't want any backlash if right. they come back and say, oh, this is terrible for you. You shouldn't do it. And, and right. by the way, Mr. Dessen contributed this, you know, <laughs> this document. So basically what I did was I tested tobacco like you would test marijuana. Right. I looked at the things, which it's, it, it pretty much te uh, passes all inhalable tests. Right. Okay. There's a couple of things that it's high on. And those are things that are found in our food of uh, cadmium. Right. There's there's more uh, a cadmium in a bar of dark chocolate than there's anything that comes from volcanic ground has cadmium in it. So right. any coffee, all that stuff. So so basically, then I said, okay, well, it has these things in it, right? So let me go get my blood tested. Right. So I smoked three cigars a day before I went. I got my blood tested. I'm at lower levels of cadmium than the average person. So right. it's not getting, I talked to a scientist. He said, there's no way it's getting through your saliva into your blood. It's just not going to happen. Right. So we're pretty good, man. Right. Like I, I, they're going to test it and they're going to find out that it's really, it's fine. Like as for, if you're not inhaling it, you're great. Right. I mean, the real question is why are they doing it? And it's just for money. Well, right. They, you know, they always I don't look at it that way. And that's where my well, opinion differs. You're right. There's always a money component to right. this, right? They want that tax follow the money. money. Right. At the same time, isn't the FDA supposed to be here to keep us safe? Oh, yeah, 100%. Right. <laughs> okay, right. yeah. so shouldn't they have done this a long time ago? Shouldn't they have thrown a cigar in a, you know, whatever the hell they put it in and say, okay, this is what it's got in it. So now you know if you smoke cigars, you're at, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then right. the, the, the FDA scientists did that study. One to two cigars a day is nil. Right. doesn't add anything. And then, by the way, Dr. Gabby Caffey did a... Um, uh, a study of his own and he uh, went around getting all the information on all the owners of the cigar companies and what age they live to. The average age was 89. It's 11 years older than the average American citizen. Right. So those guys are smoking five to 10 cigars. You know, right. factory owners, they got a cigar in their mouth all day right. long and they're around secondhand smoking everything else. So this natural tobacco doesn't seem to be right. A terrible thing. hundred percent. What cigarettes did, what vape could be doing? They're right. making it in their in their bedrooms. I mean, right. come on, of course, who yeah, knows? Your bathtub, and, and, yeah. right? Bathtub gin. There you go. <laughs> but you know. So what's next for you? you so you've kind of worked things out. Maybe not with everybody, but you know. I think with everyone except yeah. Abe. Yeah. I have no problem saying that. Um, you know, I've I've extended a few olive branches. I've asked people to have him reach out to you know it's not something he wants to do and that's fine i'm not right. i'm not here to okay i don't think he's you know the worst guy in the world it is he's what not. it is i just i just hear like a lot of like you know and then there's another company that's been and and i think that's added to my rebelliousness and my paranoia there's another company 
that's been on me from day one. And that's where I said, like, you saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Like, this, this company right. has been spreading lies about me from day one. And now they're at the point where they're, like, telling factory owners, if you work with him, we won't work with you. Because they, they have some brands kind of affiliated with them. Right. And I'm just and, and the brands, the, 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 the owners laugh. <laughs> you can't tell a Latino man that takes pride <laughs> in what he does, who right. he can and can't work with. Right. That is the worst thing you could do. It's like telling Eric Espinosa, yo, you can't sell to this guy if you want to sell <laughs> He'll be like, he'll figure bro. out a way to sell bro. twice as much, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? So so you could do that all you want, and, and that's where I think a little bit, and, but but that stops now, because I saw from the support on this video 700 comments, right? 700 comments, and lot. my algorithm is fucked up because I believe that that same first company has been reporting me from day one. It's possible. So 700 comments. And they're all amazing. One's more amazing than the next. I'm like crying every time I pull up my, my laptop and start answering these comments. I'm right. like, holy shit, the support. Yeah. Bro, I love this. I love all these people. I love what they've done for me. They've enriched my, 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 damn. <laughs> You're right, take a sec. They've enriched my life and they've really put the battery in my back right. to want to do better right. and, uh, and represent them and get them the best product. Look, in, at the end of the day, I would have these euphoric experiences with uh, probably drinking right. with a cigar. And I'd be sitting in my backyard in PA or in Florida, like, alone. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, man, I'd love to, to share this with someone. Right. And that's where the writing came from. It was like, yo, I want you to have the same experience that I'm having. Right. And, and some people are, and, and that's catching on. And it's really awesome to be a part of that. But I do want to make one thing very clear. I don't care how popular we get. This isn't about my ego, and this isn't about me throwing my weight around. I'm never going to tell people who they can and can't work with. Right. Um, I had someone call me. Because it's shitty, and you've had it done to course. you. Of course. Yeah. Of course. It's just not right. You know, yeah, I, was right. Always, I was always like the bully's bully. Right. You know, like I'd always stick up for the kid getting like, that's just who I am. So I would never do that to someone. I'd never, never intentionally, you know, right. mess with someone's livelihood. Right. If you can be popular, do it. I mean, there's a company out there right now that's like, everyone hits me up. How this guy's doing everything you're doing. I'm like, okay, but right. But, it is what it is. Yeah. But he, but he, he can't cause he doesn't have you. Right. You're what makes, that's why I say it's about the members. You guys are what make this thing work. Right. I can facilitate, but you guys make it work. And somehow we made this connection and you're on board and I'm on board. And that monthly club, that PCC, that's us pulling that, that and farm roll. That's us pooling our money together every month to get really cool stuff. Right. You know, and it's a fucking cycle, man. Cause the money comes in the money. Goes, uh, oh right. yeah. Yeah. And, and how, by how the way, time? and you continue to grow, it gets more expensive. And, and by the way, even the best, some of the best cigar makers, like I can only name, I shouldn't say that, but I can only name two cigar manufacturers that I can smoke their cigars as soon as they get to me. Right. Most of them, it, it's at least three months sitting. Because they, they, they say they age it for three months, and it usually takes like 90 to 120 days to get the cigar. So right. I believe them. But even then, with the humidity conditions there and everything, um, especially time of the year has something to do with yep. it. Like now we're getting into a time where we might get cigars a little less humid. Right. But... At the, at the end of the day, like I have to sit on these things for at least six months. So right. I'm sitting on two million cigars right now. That's a lot, you know, for the LCA and um, and we have more to come. Right. One thing I do want to tell you though is that these people, these members, LCA enthusiasts, you guys supporting this thing and growing this, has made the cigar manufacturers prideful. Yeah, they're no longer just selling a commodity. Their name is on it. 
Right. You know, uh, I don't want to name anyone's name in particular because I don't want to piss off the brands that have given them business forever. Right. Mm -hmm. But these people are calling me like, wait till you see what I have for you. And I don't tell them like I'm at the, I'm at the level of master blenders that I don't tell them what I want. I say, give me your best stuff. Right. And, um, I can tell you that there are some people that will change our smoking lives in 2022. And I will personally hand deliver you some things, uh, particularly from AJ Fernandez and Chico Rivas that, uh, and Hugo over at Raices that are going to make you say, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm we have like, but like, like, like AJ was the first one who reached out to me like, yo, I've been waiting for this to come. Right. And it's funny. Cause AJ found me through his daughter. No shit. Yeah, because his daughter's like young on YouTube, just came across the channel, and she was like, "Dad, this is the guy. Like, this is gonna right. be the next thing." And so he hit me up, like, "Yo, I'm I'm ready to work. What's up?" And I was like, "I need your best stuff." He was like, "I've got stuff for the last ten he, years that he, I've been sitting on." He's got a ton of shit, and ton of, and ton he, of he sent us these samples, and I, the only way I can describe them is is it's bubonic tobacco, right? Bubonic, bubonic. Okay, I'm gonna bring them to you All directly. Right. Like, right. it's it's gonna be nuts. So. Cool. I saw you guys doing things here. Hey, so. just watching the time. Okay, cool. You know? So yeah, but we can wrap it up from here. Do you have anything else you want to add, or any, you know anything at all before we uh, let you off the hook? Yeah. Um, if you're a cigar smoker and you're watching this, and you've been involved in regards to like leaving comments, and you're someone who is a real enthusiast, and you're you know getting some of the tasting notes, and you're wanting to contribute, we're gonna have a way for the um, this community to. Uh, really add value to the industry. Okay. And I'm going to create something very communal that's also very commercial at the same time so that we can have our voices heard and different opinions heard of consumers because the consumer, at the end of the day, runs the industry. Right. They run the show. And if we're not listening to them, then we're just doing what we want. Right. It doesn't work. Yeah. And I love to, you know, make jokes about my elevated palate and all that shit. But <laughs> at the end of the day, I cannot pick out of those three cigars that come out every month out of the LCA. I cannot tell you which one is going to be. I mean, because a lot of there, there's been some cigars, not many, but there's two this year that, you know, a week before they're coming out because they sit in the bags uh, for for a couple of months. And then then I smoke because I want to get what you're going to get. Right. right. And, and, I, and there was one in particular in particular that I smoked and I was like, ah, I want to pull this whole thing. And they're like, you right. can't, you just can't do that. And, um, that was the one that they loved the most. So you never know. You never know. Right. Yeah. Even with my elevated palate. I mean, you with know. your sophisticated, your sophisticated <laughs> palate. Definitely sophisticated. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, you have our support. We wish you the best. Um, if there's anything we can do to help you, you know, we're always down. You already do. Yeah. I appreciate that. You know, and I need to, I need to support you guys more. And sure. I want one of those. Can we get one of those? Which one? The deck. How did we? Who made that for us? The guy that died. Oh no! Uh, I guess we can't get. Yeah, one. we can't get another one. The, guy, right. in the guy in Alabama. Son of a bitch. That's cool. That's cool. The guy had an auto shop where he uh, remodels. Not remodels, but uh, what's it called when you redo cars? He made custom custom cars. He yeah. made custom cars. Wow. He made that for us, but he died of COVID. Well, oh, we no. don't know if it was COVID. Oh, we don't okay. know if it was COVID. Sorry. We're, Allegedly. We're yes. Slow down. Allegedly. No one died of COVID. No one died of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't COVID. Well, you know, I mean, like that's been kind of fucking rough, man. We've we've had a lot of people. Uh, die because of this shit, yeah. you know, and uh, I don't, I don't know for certain, like somebody was supposed to get back to me on that and, and kind of confirm it and they did not say so, um, but yeah, but yeah, that's where it came we from. We got to find another skateboard guy. Yeah. Very cool. 
So yeah, man. Um, again, <laughs> thank you for yeah, having. Yeah, me. thanks for coming on, man. And uh, like I said, we'll we'll keep rolling with you. And and I just wish I'm glad that you got got the, another opportunity to kind of clear the air, yeah. let people know that you're com- not a complete asshole, right? Right? Because you're not. <laughs> right. You know. No, it, it came out very well on the show. Right, and that and in your video, it's it's okay to be emotionally charged. Yeah, because fucking you know. Yeah, we, we don't we don't want to, like you know reserved for special occasions, right? right? We don't want everyone just coming out and like wiling out. We don't want to turn this into UFC, right? Right, but the, but there is something that there is some validity of, of conflict that actually does help, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. as long as it's pure, right? Because for one, without conflict, you never have resolution. Sure. And for two, people are always like, "Ooh, what the fuck?" I mean, like I had more phone calls about your video. Wow. And they'd be like, can you believe this? What's going on? What do you know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't know. I got to guess I got to go watch this fucking video. Yeah. So, and, and, and again, like, you know, there was a, another situation that you helped out in. Um, yeah. Saka. Yeah. yeah. And I, he's a great guy. Yeah. We're on great terms. Cool. Good dude. Right. Again, a little bit of me pushing a narrative where everyone's supposed to work with Pravada. Right. And he has his own lane. He has his own thing. And right. God bless him. Like, you know what I mean? So right. that's awesome. And, and and not that he's not going to contribute to this movement. Right. I, I, I do think he'll, right. you know, be a part of it. But, and he is a part of it in, in many ways. But, um, but yeah, you looked out then too. Of so course. I, I, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, anytime, man. Yeah. Anytime. I mean, Saka's Saka's still Saka. You know? <laughs> He's gonna be like, "What the fuck does he that was mean?" Like, I, sh- I was gonna bury you, but we'll, we'll talk it out instead. It's better that way. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're too small. This industry is way yeah. too fucking small, right? And it's gotta it's gotta be leveled up. Yeah, several times. Yeah. So, all right, all right, ready? Anything else to add, Mike? No. <laughs> you guys did a great job. He doesn't say shit job. when we have a guest. I don't do so. interviews. Yeah, he just hits the button. All right, this has been episode 200 of the Cigar Hustler podcast. All right, thanks. Done. The Cigar Hustlers podcast, its owners and its sponsors, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guest. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It is not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Mike Stepankevich, with any feedback or suggestions that you have for their shows. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience. This has been a Cigar Hustlers podcast, a Mike and Mike production. Be sure to listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. for all new episodes. Hi, I'm doing, I'm Husto Raw. <laughs> yeah, we just don't have to do a single uh, single podcast ever again. Perfect. Ever. I'm good, Mike and Mike. How are you guys doing? <laughs> the Hojo de... Ma- Hojo! It's the Hojo! <laughs> the moderator... You didn't even let him fuck it up all the way. <laughs> Uh, I gotta get past Hojo. Go on. I, I don't even have to try to hit He's the not even gonna try. We're gonna, we're gonna cover a lot of ground here, Mike. All right. Try to keep up. That's a sign of a good podcast. Maybe you know? like podcast. four cigars when I walked in the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. End this. Mike, 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 Mike squared. Mike squared.